Welcome to the 428th episode of the Reading and Writing Podcast. Stay tuned for my interview with Mason Engel, a documentary filmmaker and a writer who filmed a documentary called The Books Tour, which is a story of his road trip to 50 independent bookstores in 50 days. Stay tuned for my interview with Mason Engel. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. Today, I'm interviewing Mason Engel, the creator of a new documentary, The Books Tour. Mason, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us a little bit about what your documentary, The Books Tour, is about? I'll take you back to 2019. This was two years after I had self-published a novel on Amazon And the book had done well, not spectacular, and I was looking for other channels to market it in. So I turned to brick-and-mortar stores. I had this idea to take a cross-country road trip to 50 indie bookstores in 50 days, giving away a copy of my book at each store I visited, asking for feedback, and asking uh, the bookseller to hand-sell my book. That trip was in theory a good idea, but about eight, 10 stores in, I got to Lawrence, Kansas, where I was walking into the Raven bookstore. And in the window, I saw this homemade looking pamphlet entitled How to Resist Amazon and Why. Of course, that book has gone on to be somewhat of a phenom in the bookstore world, but it made me pause and think because I was walking into the store with a self-published novel that was available only on Amazon. And essentially I was asking booksellers to promote a product that was available only through their direct competitor. In hindsight, it seems so painfully, obviously insensitive. Uh, I guess I was just so preoccupied with my own career, my own agenda that I never stopped to think. But from that point in the trip onward, I just became more interested in the industry itself because the first several stores I'd gone to, the booksellers had received me with open arms, very warm conversations, supportive, excited, enthusiastic, despite my insensitivity. And and that just, that spoke to me in a way. And I wanted to take the rest of the trip with a slightly ch- changed perspective. But the big change in perspective came when I decided to take a second road trip, this time around the East Coast with a camera guy. And we interviewed dozens of indie booksellers, basically asking different variants of the same question, which is, why should people care? Why should people shop at an indie bookstore? So between all the footage I got, the vlog type footage I got from the first trip, And these interviews from the second trip, we put together a 30-minute documentary that basically chronicles my transformation from an Amazon diehard to a lover of indie books. When and where can people watch your documentary, The Books Tour? Yeah, tickets are available from now until July 7th at thebookstourfilm.com. Again, bookstour is B-O-O-K-S-T-O-U-R. And all the the money we raise with ticket sales during this period will go to the Book Industry Charitable Fund, BINK for short, who has been the safety net for the book industry. If a bookseller falls on hard times, unexpected medical expense, that sort of thing, then BINK is there to help because these booksellers usually don't have much of a runway financially because it's such a slim 
margin business. Bink has been doing terrific work, especially during the pandemic. So we're excited to partner with them and raise money during the ticket release. So you said the ticket release. So if someone buys a ticket, can they watch the documentary immediately or what's the process there? Right. So the documentary will be ready for watching starting with the virtual premiere, which is one one type of ticket in mid-July. So come mid-July, and we're still um, working on a date there, depending if you buy the, the premiere ticket, you can watch the film for the first time live uh, and do a Q&A with me and, and some other team members afterward. Or when the film, right after the virtual premiere, you'll get access to a digital rental, which you'll have for a week or so for your viewing pleasure. So is your book still published on Amazon? It is still published on Amazon. And I've been speaking actually with a bookseller in Athens, Georgia about this very topic. Her name's Janet at Avid Bookshop. And we're just talking about how self-published authors can support any bookshops. Because I think there is somewhat of a knowledge gap between those two parties. Many indie authors don't understand the implications of their actions online and where they do and don't distribute. And I think some booksellers, they don't fully appreciate the difficulty of being an indie author because you can't ask uh, these people to ignore the huge audience that Amazon has. So we've just been talking about how each uh, of those different parties can support one another. But yes, the, my, my book is still up online. And so when you originally published your your ebook on Amazon, what did you know? What was your experience of independent bookstores before you took this tour? Yeah, it was actually pretty minimal. I had I grew up in Columbus, Indiana, and we had an independent bookshop on our Main Street equivalent. But for some reason, I I never really went there. Though I was a voracious reader as a child, we had a Walden Books in our mall, which is was part of Borders, now, of course, extinct. But I never really experienced the true artisan-level indie bookshop until my 2019 road trip. And so what do you think you learned about independent bookstores while you were on this 50 bookstores, books, bookstores, <laughs> books tour. trip? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you one kind of surface level thing that, that really goes deeper than that for me. But one little factoid that I learned in talking to so many bookstore owners is that when you walk into a bookstore and you look around and you, excuse me, any hundreds or, or thousands of books on the shelves, there's someone in the back office or the bookstore owner or the manager who has gone through and chosen individually each one of those books. There's not some drag and drop method where you can just click a button and populate your store with however many books you want. It's a process. The The booksellers are talking with publishing reps about what's coming out soon. They're analyzing past sales history to see what their clients have bought in the past and what they've enjoyed. They're keeping a pulse on the community and, and, and curating. That's one of the biggest value propositions of an indie bookstore. It's not just this cookie cutter template that's based on on an algorithm. It's these recommendations are coming from people who know your community and, and sometimes know you. And I think that's a great thing. And it's a humbling thing too when you walk into a store and you realize 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. That there has been careful thought um, that's gone into every book selection. It just, it amplifies the experience for me. You mentioned this pamphlet that you saw about how to resist Amazon, I think you said was the name of it. I'm curious, did you, I would, I think I would characterize, and I don't mean this in a um, critical way, but from Mm -hmm. what you've explained, I would characterize probably your kind of knowledge about independent bookstores at the beginning as a little bit naive in terms of their interactions with Amazon and, and you're asking them to in effect, publicize something from their competitor. But I'm curious, were any of the reactions negative? Did you have any negative reactions in your... Yeah, so definitely naive. And that's not critical at all. It's just, it's embarrassing now to talk about how naive I was. For the most part, everyone was overwhelmingly positive. It wasn't until I got to San Francisco where I went into a store and was just almost completely cold-shouldered. The bookseller was refusing to to accept the copy that I was trying to to give to the store. And by that time on the trip, I, I had already had my miniature reckoning with what I was doing and, and was tweaking the, the pitch I was making and focusing on an ask for feedback and not so much requesting that the bookseller actually sell my book. But even then, I think I was still, I was still associated with Amazon. And this particular bookseller did not appreciate that and at first refused to accept the book. Eventually she relented, but I think that was the only kind of awkward negative experience I had. Right. Um, and I'm curious about about your conversation with the bookseller in Athens, Georgia that you mentioned earlier. And I just wonder, knowing what I know of book publishing and also book retailing and book selling, I wonder if there are any efforts underway similar to to I guess like a company like Smashwords, which publishes eBooks, obviously doesn't have the size of the audience of the Amazon Kindle. But I wonder right. if there are any efforts underway that, of a company like Smashwords, like somehow coordinating with independent booksellers. I would love for that to be the case. There, I think there are a few possibilities. One is the book wholesaler company Ingram Spark. They can distribute to independent bookstores as well as to Amazon, to to Barnes and Noble, and all these different outlets. And I think booksellers are a little bit more amenable to that to uh, indie authors taking that option because Amazon doesn't benefit as directly as they do from uh, an indie author publishing through KDP Select or, or whatever the program right. is. Um, but ideally, yes, there would be a smash words that was focused on distributing to indie bookstores. One, one website that in, in just the past year and a half, the timing was great for the pandemic that's come on the scene is bookshop.org. If you're familiar with them, they're, they basically serve as the book, the indie book world's Amazon. You go onto bookshop 
and you can choose your local bookstore that you want to support. And then whatever orders you place through the site, the lion's share of the profit goes to that bookstore, right? which is great for stores who don't have their own online presence and distribution and fulfillment system. But in a perfect world, I think Bookshop would be a little more decentralized and cooperatively owned among every every indie bookstore in the country. And on the back end would have the system that you're talking about, the smash words, the ability to for indie authors to distribute their work to as many indie bookstores as they can. Got it. So again, can you remind people where they can go to buy tickets for your documentary, The Books Tour? Yes, sir. The tickets are available at thebookstourfilm.com. Bookstour is B-O-K-S-T-O-U-R, thebookstourfilm.com. And for $10, you can uh, buy a ticket for a digital rental, which will be available just um, in in mid-July. Or for a little bit more, for $25, you can attend the virtual premiere. We'll we'll call it the worldwide premiere of the film. And we'll do a quick Q&A afterward and have some other little fun bonuses as well. And again, all of that is at thebookstourfilm.com. All of the money that we raise with these ticket sales goes to the Book Industry Charitable Foundation. Great. Again, we've been speaking with Mason Engel, the creator of a new documentary, The Books Tour, as he just explained. You can check it out at bookstour.com or bookstourfilm.com. Yeah, thebookstourfilm.com. Thebookstourfilm.com. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. And I also wanted to mention there will be a trailer at thebookstourfilm.com, correct? Correct. Yeah. That they can check out of the documentary. Mm -hmm. So again, that's thebookstourfilm.com. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes. And Mason, thanks for doing this. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you taking time for me. And it just occurred to me, one thing that we didn't mention, do you want to mention the Mm -hmm. book that you did publish, the name of it? I've actually been holding off on doing that because I'm trying to to make this as much about the stories as possible. I I appreciate your asking though. Yeah, yeah. Not a problem. Now, stay tuned for an audio excerpt from Mason Ingalls' documentary, Books Tour. In this excerpt, independent bookstores discuss their various book club options for their customers. Stay tuned for the audio excerpt. I think we have 17 regular monthly book clubs. We have a science fiction and horror book club a graphic novel book club understanding the middle east book club romance book club children's book clubs true crime book club we've started saying hey yeah. come to our book club you need to meet people this is a great way to meet people in the community and to connect we sometimes think about reading as this solitary act but i don't think it is the book is a perfect social tool there's like no quicker way to make a friend than realizing they have the same favorite book as you in a case of a book club it can be the focus of a group of people getting together and and talking uh, about something, or it can just be your excuse to get together. We need books in order to connect in that way because it isn't easy to do it on our own. Books do a lot of things to bridge a gap that leads to communicating, but I think one of them um, is inciting empathy. You are really getting to know one another without necessarily having to ask personal questions. It just gives you a space to talk about hard topics without you being the villain or without you being the victim. Things reveal themselves in conversation, in sharing, that that 
might not have if you just read the book by yourself. Which makes bookstores a perfect place for conversations and discussions that can't go on at a, you know, a commissioner's meeting. This is probably one of the real values of having a book club that meets at a bookstore. Different people from disparate backgrounds can come together and just talk. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.